0: Thank you for all being here. It is a privilege to, to be your pastor. Thank you for this past month of appreciation, Pastor appreciation. I know Jonathan and Liz, they, they all appreciate it. Uh, the other thing is, is that we're going to be doing the Christmas card giveaway exchange like we always do. Uh, you bring in your cards, put them in a mailbox-type thing, and you come pick up your cards on Sunday, and it saves us a dime. Uh, in postage. I know it's more than a dime, but you know, (laughs) we enjoy having fun, don't we? Well, uh, I heard the story on uh, Facebook. Someone relayed a a story to me about uh, a picture of empty grocery shelves or empty shelves in the store with the caption, the toilet paper has raptured. (laughs) Second line, the roll was called up yonder. <laughs> now if that don't if that don't tip with your feathers, there's something wrong with your feathers. Yes, indeed. Oh, we gotta have fun with it, don't we? The craziest, who would have ever thunked it? Who would have ever thumped it? We'd be in this situation this time. Uh, as we started the new year, we had no idea this was coming. But guess what? God did. He's helped us all along the way. Luke chapter 1, talking about a miraculous birth. In the time of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah. Say Zechariah. Oh, you're doing good. We belonged, Who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth, say Elizabeth. Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations, blameless. Say the word blameless with me. Blames. Blameless. They were blameless. But they had no children. Because Elizabeth was barren. And they were both well along in years. Once, when Zachariah's division was on duty, he was serving as priest before the lord he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood now that lot isn't the person lot it's a way they determined who was going to get uh the privilege to you know it's like getting the short end of the stick or or getting long end of the stick Uh, the lot possibly was a rope laid out in a circle and they would take their their precious little stone and they would roll it into that Whatever fell outside didn't go, but whoever got inside, he kept going till he had a winner. And uh, so it, it fell lot to him to be, to, to be involved in that. To, to, okay, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time of the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right hand of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was uh, startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid. Say it with me. Do do not not be afraid. afraid. Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take the wine, other fermented drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will bring, many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God, And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. What an exciting adventure we're looking at today. Zachariah was in the process of serving as a priest. As a priest, they had the privilege to do their priestly duties twice a year for one week. And it would be possible for a person to be in the priesthood and live their whole life as a priest and pass away without ever getting the opportunity to burn the candle of incense in the Holy of Holies it was something that was very well very much sought after as a position of of great honor to be in the holy of holies because what would happen is the priests would go in as a group and then they would back out and allow the person who was to do it be in the presence of God almighty and light that candle and as he's in the process of serving he's faithful He's faithful to serve. Now you've got to understand what is it that you enjoy doing? I mean, now if the work's over with and all of that, Thanksgiving is fun. You, you build up to that, oh, we're gonna have Thanksgiving families coming together, and this year maybe not so much, but still there was an anticipation of Thanksgiving. He had an anticipation of doing the work of the ministry. And he was involved in serving the Lord. And as he was serving the Lord, uh he's doing the priestly duty, he gets the
1: privilege
0: to light the incense. That the the power of of God being manifested in the Holy of Holies. The smoke of the incense going up was symbolize the prayers of the people. And remember, people are outside the temple praying. He's inside praying, and and there's something that alarms him greatly. An angel shows up to him. An angel shows up, standing at the right hand of the altar of incense. Now, think about this. In comparison, Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl for the second time. He's excited about being there. It's 20 minutes before the second Super Bowl begins. And one of the news reporters come in and want interview. Once he interrupt his day. Zachariah is being interrupted from the greatest thing of his whole life. This is the greatest thing of his whole life. He's, He's pumped up. He's excited about this. And what in the world is going on here? An angel shows up in my presence. And fear grabs a hold of him. Elizabeth. will give a birth to a child. You've prayed for a child. She will give birth to a child. He will be a joy and a delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth. He's taking this all in. And, and all along he's saying, I'm supposed to light this candle and you're interrupting what God wants me to do. What is the deal here? He's saying, this son is going to be, he's going to be great in the sight of the Lord. And, and, and he's never to take alcoholic beverages. He is set apart for kingdom use. Some say that this was a Nazarite vow, that if you study the Nazarite vow. But we don't see or hear the fact that the command about the hair. And so we we think that it was just basically a declaration that God was saying this child is going to be set apart and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit from birth. Now the prophets in the Old Testament would be empowered by the Holy Spirit to write scripture, to, to give prophecy. But this young man was going to be born with the Holy Spirit present in him, being upon him, and life was going to be different for him. What was his task? What was his duty? I think it's exciting. One of the things that he was involved in was bringing the children to the father and bringing the father to the children. We're living in a day right now that a good number of homes still not have a dad in the house. And the importance of a father is so important. People wonder why pastor gets involved in a car show when he doesn't have a classic car. Well, we just thought it was your hobby. No, it's not my hobby. If you want to call winning souls my hobby, then yeah. One purpose, one purpose only for the car show. To touch men with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because if a get gets saved, there's a 95% chance that their family will follow them. We have a Calvary Assembly God, God, Speedlight, Car, Truck, and Bike Show family. Probably about 300 of them. And they just love coming to our car show because we go out of our way to bless them because we want to make a good impression and we want them to come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And it's so important that we recognize that fathers are key individuals to touch the children. And what had been going on here, you've got to understand that 400 years, God had basically been silent. When you, when you look between the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's a 400 year period of time here where God doesn't use prophecy, doesn't speak to man, and yada, yada, yada. And now this angel shows up in Zechariah's life, and he's scared to death, and he's hearing this message, and he's saying, you know, the message that this son is going to give, that the Spirit of the Lord is going to be upon him, he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. It's so important that we take time to invest in children. Too often we want to look down on the child. But, you know, the greatest time of ministry is when you're down here looking at them in their eye, and they can see you. Where you're not towering over them, there's no intimidation. And the presence and the power of Almighty God is using the Father to touch the child. No greater joy than to fishing and that child catches the fish. Dad gets more joy out of that than catching his own fish. To see your children succeed is awesome. And it takes moms and dads, but dad, you have such an important part. And John was calling the fathers back to their children because a lot of times dads will say, well, you know, wife, it, you, you, you have this child. You've, you've uh, fed this child. You've done everything to this child, and this child's all yours. And, and dad really looked put into their life. God wants men to get on a knee with their son, with their daughter, and bless them, and encourage them, and walk with them through life. It's so important that dads honor God and bless their children. Zechariah was just kind of unbelievably mesmerized. Zechariah asked the angel, and this is the problem. Would the devil show up in the Holy of Holies? I don't think so. Would a demonic vision come in to the Holy of Holies? I don't think so. But Zechariah, he's got a problem. He asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? Folks, his hair was standing on the back of his head that this was an angel. The presence of Almighty God was there. There was people out in the street praying for him because they wanted him to get a special blessing from God so that whenever he was done doing his service duty as a priest, he would come out, reach out his hand towards them, and bless them with the blessings of God. And he's standing here saying, I don't know about this. How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my life is well along in years. Notice he's an old man, but the wife is just well along the years. He's a wise man. Wise man on how he said that. What's he saying? What is he really saying? He's saying, we're old. But what's he saying here? How can I be sure of We're old. He's looking at the limitations of life. He's looking at the limitations, how that his life in his situation, he's looking at the limitations rather than the grace of God. When you look at how you are limited and you look at your resources and your abilities, you realize you can't do anything and he's just defeated. He's saying, there's no way that this could happen because we are old people and I can't believe I'm looking at who we are, I'm looking at the limitations and I just can't see it happening. Well, I'm glad that the angel was kind to him. The angel answered, I am Gabriel and I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. I'm just not an angel. I'm I'm Gabriel. I'm one of the high archangels. I I am somebody who's been in the presence of God Almighty and I'm just letting you know that it's plain and simple, God is speaking. And now, Now you will be silent. What a declaration. And not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. He had a belief to believe God could bring him a child, but when the answer comes, he doesn't have enough faith to believe or accept the answer that's about to happen. We must take the word of God and live by it. We must let it be infused in our spirit and not look to the limitations of what we have, what we don't have, but look at the reality that God is supernatural and God has it all. I mean, he put the stars in space. He lifted the mountains made the valleys put the water up put all of the fish in the sea which we I don't I don't believe we've got everything labeled in the sea just yet there's a lot of good meat out there not turkey and you will be silent he could not. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah. They were waiting because it was taking him a whole lot longer time of being in the Holy of Holies. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple for he kept making signs to them but remained unable to speak. Remember, He was to come out and bless the people. But he was totally mesmerized by the fact that somebody showed up in the Holy of Holies named Gabriel that gave him a message and said, your prayers are going to be answered. But how? It can't be because we're old. Don't tell God it can't be. Amen? Amen? Do not tell God it can't be. All things are possible to those who believe. Do you say, Pastor, well, why don't everything happen the way we think it should? Because the last time I checked, we're not God. And so we have to tr- trust God by faith that he's going to do what needs to be done. Zechariah was just totally mesmerized by an angel. But still, and, and the truth of the matter is, He knew that God had done this in the past. He knew that it was possible for God to do it. But he didn't have the faith to believe. And how many times have we heard the scriptures, but we don't believe God can do it? We don't exercise our faith and say, God, I believe you're going to do it. When the time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant. For five months was quarantined at home. Does that ring a bell with anybody? For five months she remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me. Here's her response. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. For you see, she was barren and it was as if God was punishing them because they could not have children. But when you look back at the beginning of our text today, it said they were blameless. They were righteous, and they were blameless. Now, blameless doesn't mean that they were sinless. It means that they were following the law, and if they sinned, they would go through the process of the law, To bring the sacrifice and and be forgiven of their sins. And so they were living to the best of their ability, to where people could not make accusations that, oh, look what they're doing, look at that. No. They were right before God. They were blameless. But still, for years, they had no children. For years, they had no children. For years, they sought God. For years, they, they said, how... How can this be, Lord? We're we're yours. We're we're your servants. I want to encourage you today. Sometimes life doesn't happen the way we think it should. But we still have a God who loves us and cares for us. And God loved them and cared for them. And in the process of of Zechariah, almost messing it up by questioning the angel that was sent from God to bring a message to Finally, he received the blessing of God. And his wife goes into seclusion. I, I, in studying this, there's nobody who wants to venture a guess. But what's an old lady do when she begins to show as if she's pregnant? She went into seclusion because she, she was not wanting to be the stock of the community. You see, things haven't changed much. People are still cruel. And she was the laughingstock community before because she didn't have a child. But God miraculously spoke to Zechariah and brought a child into her life. And this child was John John meaning the grace of God. The Lord Yahweh has shown favor or the Lord God has shown grace to you. That's what John's name meant. And I'm amazed at, at Zechariah. He didn't dispute the name John. But again, that was uncommon. In that day, you were named after your relatives, not a name off the wall. But God had a plan for John the Baptist. He had a plan. And he was going to be the forerunner Jesus and there's just a tremendous tremendous message here that God uses common people even though he was a priest and she came from the, the tribe of Aaron they were common people with a common problem and God had a supernatural answer God is still on the throne today you may have a problem, or oh, you can sit there and say, "Well, Pastor, I don't, you know, I really don't have a problem." <laughs> you're still breathing, aren't you? Last time I checked, if you breathe, you're 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 in the hat for a problem. I want to encourage you. God knows your name. People would say, "Oh, I would just love if an angel would show up." Personally, I'm not too excited about an angel showing up. Because if an angel shows up, that means I'm in big danger. And I I don't like the roller coaster of emotional danger. I like like even keel. God, just walk with me. God, just help me make, make, make the right choices. But God ministered to a priest who was dumbfounded. imagine for nine months, not being able to tell anybody, making signs, writing on the tablet for nine months. And when the child comes, he writes on the tablet. His name will be John, and his voice returns. Hallelujah. He didn't doubt that one. He's pretty excited to be able to speak again, because now he can tell everybody, I have a declaration let's pray father God we're so grateful for men of God and women of God who have lived their life before us and they've made mistakes and helps us Lord in our daily walk with you that there are times when we make mistakes we don't say the right things we don't do the right things we don't pray the right prayers we just kind of make mistakes more often than not one mistake leads to another mistake. And so God, forgive us where we have failed to believe you and to believe your word. And Lord Jesus, thank you for Zachariah's faithfulness to serve the Lord blamelessly all those years and for him to rejoice at God's blessing upon He and his wife. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on Calvary's cross. Thank you for paying the price for our healing. Lord Jesus, thank you for sending the precious Holy Spirit that dwells within us, that gives us the ability to speak in a prayer language that prays the will of God. Lord, and I don't have all the answers to life, but I know this, that heaven is awesome and what we're going through here on this earth is just to practice grounds for heaven. That we will worship God in spirit and in truth. For the Holy Spirit praying through us is just a touch of heaven because heaven is going to be filled with the presence of God Almighty. And that's what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives as it prays through us. It's giving us a touch of God Almighty. Lord Jesus, thank you for the miracle birth of John the Baptist, who is the forerunner that brings us to the story of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the interaction that Elizabeth and Mary has in the days ahead, Lord, is awesome. And God, you have allowed saints to go on before us who have passed down the word of God to us, have passed on to us the element of how to pray and how to seek the face of God. And Lord Jesus, may your Holy Spirit draw us to your side. May your Holy Spirit lift us up. May your Holy Spirit encourage us. For, Lord, we're living in a time where we need all we can get from your presence. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving us today in Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. If you stand with me, folks at home, thank you for being faithful and sending in your offerings and tithes. And uh, I pray that you have a great week in the Lord. The altars are open.